Tucker from Movie Attic Headquarters every Tuesday at 4 p.m. It's Blog Talk Radio with the best in entertainment. All right, Betty Joe Tucker, Movie Attic Headquarters. Let's go. This uh, rebroadcast is going to hit how many comedy concepts. But it's What's the Buzz New York now? Okay, here we go. Welcome to Comedy Concepts with your host, Nancy Lombardo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm opening up the chat room now. Join the chat room, go to Blog Talk Radio, and just assign yourself a name. And let's get all set up here. Very exciting guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, very exciting. I love this man's work. Uh, He seems able to do everything, actor, comedian, director, writer, artist, um, just very creative, just creative and out there, and we love that about him. Our guest today is Taylor, and I want to say it right, I believe it's Negron, Negron, am I pronouncing it correctly? I'm Spanish, I should pronounce it better. And uh, he made his film debut in 1982 as a love-struck, pill-popping, dancing intern in Young Doctors in Love. And forever it's memorable Mr. Pizza Guy who delivers Sean Penn a pizza in Fast Times at Richmond High. But he's been in so many other movies besides that. And producing his own HBO special uh, and appearances on The Tonight Show. In 2008, he received critical acclaim for a live show he wrote and performed, uh, which debuted in the Green Room at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. 
the unbearable lightness of being Taylor Negron. Am I pronouncing it correctly? I hope so. A fusion of story and song. But he's also he's done so many things, and when you see his face, you go, oh, that's that guy. <laughs> and I believe there's even a movie called that, Oh, That's That Guy. But uh, he's going to be coming to New York this week, and he's going to be in one of my favorite shows or happenings called Tale, which will be um, this weekend. And it no, it's coming Tuesday. I'm sorry, Tuesday, and I'll get all that information for you. I was looking for it, Alma, but first I'm going to open up his mic for Taylor. Tell me how to pronounce your name correctly, Taylor. <laughs> it's uh, K- K- Taylor Negron. It's Negron. Negron. Okay. Yeah. And is that yeah. Spanish? Um, Spanish. I'm sure it goes even farther back than that. It's a I don't know. I, I I don't even know. You don't know? I think it goes back to like Columbus Circle, maybe, probably up to 86th Street, Central Park West, West End Avenue. I, 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 I don't know. I I'm I'm not one of those people that looks back. I'm always just looking in front. You oh, know, you didn't have one I, of those grandmothers pounding it into you? Okay. No way. I had a grandmother who smoked massive amounts of pot. We were continually moving. We were always going forward and giving everything away. Wow, we never sounds have, like a whole other show, kept... Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, really? I, I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot better to be that way because people want, run around spending all their money on storage units and wearing albums from 1978. Like it, it, that's something, I, I yeah. Think, because I mean, we have to create a new world here, but it's hard to create a new world and stuff from 1987 because that was the thing used on that date. That's why all my Credits when you were saying them, they sound kind of. Well, you have a lot of credits, uh, uh, actually. I know, but I mean, I think, yeah, I know, but all the credits. I am. I'm very lucky. I, I, I've been working since I was 15. So. uh, So when did you start out? You started out at 15 as a performer. Yes. Yeah, and doing what? Tell us what you did. Let's walk us backwards. I was a model. And I got a job modeling for uh, Hanna-Barbera Television. And I was a cartoon model for a series called Devilin that was four years on ABC TV uh, in the 70s. And, uh, you know, was involved in the merchandising of that and a strategy of commercial, you know, remarkability of television. So that's when I was 14. Wow. So that, but that was, a, that was a different Hollywood. So, I, But I grew up in Hollywood. And and I and I learned the part, you know, the, the the other part of it, which was um a lot of my friends were famous, and I have a kind of an in with that. So you realize, wow, it's even more work than anybody can imagine. Oh yeah, so well I'm, your credits go. You do have extensive movie credits. I know when I see you, I go, oh, th- you know, there he is again. Were you ever a comedian at one point? I always think of you as a comedian. You know, it's whatever anybody perceives of it. So it's really hard to, when you do as much as I've done, people will go, I, I just can't believe that you were ever in a movie. And I've done 100 <laughs> movies. And then the people in the movies go, no way. You You've done 100 movies. Did. Or wow. more. Well I, well, I know. I am only going from what the uh, bio I, I received. And I thought that. I said, he's done more than that. So I looked you up also and... You've got an extensive. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's, it's uh, all Stuart about Little, the, the Last like, Boy Scout, Angels in the Outfield, The Aristocrats, Nothing But Trouble, Punchline, Better Off Dead. It goes ago, on and on. It was thirty years ago. I I I kind of 
was such a long time ago. I started out in 1973. Wow. So wow. It's like, so. Nancy, where were you in 1973? I think I was getting out of high school. <laughs> yeah. So I was just yeah. getting out of high 73? school. Wait, 73? Yeah. So it's, high it's, school. It's, 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 so it's a blur, but um, yeah. It I'm, is a blur when that, you look at it. I, I know when I find uh, I'll be looking through, uh, like, suitcases of something and opening it up and seeing – Oh, I was in the New York Times? When was this? And forgetting, because it does, if you're constantly working as you are, and you're also directing now, is that correct? Yes. Yes, I just directed a show called Who Loves You, Baby, at the Soho Playhouse, a musical salute to um, Kelly Savalas, who was, um, you know, a, a very big person. And uh, Tom DeMena played Kelly, and we ran for quite a long time. It was a really wonderful show. And uh, also as an actor, you did the Edinburgh um, Theater Festival, which uh, is very impressive. Which which yes, do you yes. like best? Which part of you? You're so many faceted, Taylor. Which part do you like best? I mean, uh, if you could separate. I, I, I don't. I don't consider them different, because when you get up in the morning and you start writing words. It's just like painting. So you'll say, this is red, so it needs yellow. I'm going to blend the red and the yellow. I'm going to blend the more yellow here. I'm going to put green here. If you're writing a song, you're going to go F, 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 C minor, C, 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 B, B, signature change. It's the same thing. Now I'm getting your musician as well. (laughs) Your musician as well. Well, of course, yeah. Wow. And did you come from uh, this kind of a background? Yes, yes. Uh, I came from a very, very creative background in, you know, the the curriculum in the 70s in school, they gave you art and they gave you music and they gave you playwriting and they gave you all that stuff along with sports. So that's one of the things that I I, I do a lot of work with is young people who don't have that in the system. You know, a lot of kids... You are so correct in that, Taylor. I have noticed that in the last 20 years, even in the field of of comedy, uh, people don't do their homework. They have no, no background in, if you said Ibsen or you said, uh, Ed, you know, any of the playwrights, Tennessee Williams even, they have no idea what you're talking about if you make a reference. And it's, they, they don't study. Gonna, these are the people that are going to defend us from China. <laughs> yes, and that's but, serious. Yeah, with the video the, game uh, mentality. <laughs> yeah. These are the people that are going to have – no health, no welfare, no dental, and they have no clue. They they don't, and, the, and it's, it's it's a different world. You're like the Renaissance performer in that, as you and I think came from the same uh, cloth. In that you you should know a little bit of everything, from dance to music. And, and it isn't really like everybody says it's exceptional, but to me it's it's normal for a whole group of people to know a little bit about everything. You know, oh, it's, it's, yes. it's one, one one career goes. The whole, and that's the everyone's Um, it's so true. I'm losing you a little. Are you moving around? I'm losing no, you just no, I'm a little. My, I'm in my bed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> from the bed of Taylor, and uh, you're going to be performing. <laughs> that's that's a whole other show. I I love your uh, when I was reading about you. I also found some things on on Wicca, but the unbearable lightness of being Taylor. <laughs> I love that title, but a fusion of story and song. I just love that you're more of a 
instead of um, the, the kind of solo performer that just gets up and, and talks about their lives, you combine things. And I like that eclectic yeah, kind I'm of feel. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yes, we're doing a tribute to the Blue Angel at the Lloyd Beachman Theater on August 6th, the Dutch Tree Club, with some pretty amazing people. So Logan Haftel, who is my accompanist and co-writer of all the songs, is coming into New York for that, and that's a really great thing. Give us that date um, again and the website we can go to find more info. I never even have. had a web. I don't have a website. You don't have a website. That That's true. I tried to find that, too. <laughs> you I do know, have a I lot did, of YouTubes. I, <laughs> I, I know, I and I, I never did. I'm too busy to work to do all of that. But somehow people find me, and I always am, am, am happy about that. Like all right, I said, so I'm what's the date good. for the Lori Beecham Theater? Let's get that again, the date. Oh, August August 6th. August 6th at the Lori Beecham Theater, and that's a great theater. I hope you're going to record it. They have, I think I've they have never, a recording. I've, ne- I've, never, I've never seen myself. I've never heard myself. That is wild. What kind of actor are Isn't you? Isn't that <laughs> What's that? I said, what kind of actor are you? I've never seen myself. I've never heard I've myself. I've never seen it. Well, there's a guy called Woody Allen, and he says <laughs> the same thing. Uh, you know, once once you do it, there's no reason to do it again unless you have to, you know, for technical reasons. But it's, yeah, I guess. It's so, much more, it's so much more interesting to be, you know, writing. There's so many things going on. But the people that are listening now probably are not going to go to the Lori Beecham Theater. So you you want to do it right for them, the people who I think that's what's so exciting about everything is that there's oh. always going to be w- one person that's hearing it. And, and that's, yes. that's cool to me. And I have so performed was, for one person before. <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, when you're doing producing and doing a lot of your shows, too. But you won't be. You've got a large following. And, and this Tuesday, the 30th, you're going to be at TAIL, a storytelling show with music. That's at the Three of Cups. Three of Cups. I can't even say it. It's my neighborhood. Three of Cups, New York City dot com. And that's 83 First Avenue at East 5th Street in East Village. Go downstairs Tuesday, July 30th, 8.30 p.m., $5 cover, but no drink minimum. And it's a great lineup. It's you, Harmon Leon, I love him, uh, Michael Small, Dave Arroyo, and Ella Devers, and Boris Cocken. I wish they would do the show with not one week I can pronounce everybody's name. (laughs) But I love that I can understand that. Those are a lot of names. But, yes, (laughs) Terry Mintz is great, and... And Harmon, and, and, and that's a really great show. Because w- once again, you know, people are going outside of the box for themselves and telling stories. And, and stories are going to be the thing that illuminates the human experience um, during these dark times. And every oh, one of those people. Terrific. It's, it's uh, like no other show in that it's not like it's the moth or the slams or anything like that. The, the stories I hear are so from the heart and, and so wonderful. And uh, you're going up uh, with uh, a lot of people, and there's a band there. I think you brought in the band, Afterbirth Monkey? Yes. Which I, uh, I, I, brought, I, I brought in the band. They're very, uh, they're very burlesque-oriented and very and very interesting. Because, you know, there's a huge shift right now going on about the people who are going to shows and, and saying, I don't want to be involved in television. I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to know about any of that. And, and stay away from Disney and, and the Olive Garden and, and Victoria's Secret and go downtown and hear people's stories. That's, what, the, that's what's so exciting And it makes it so much different. I mean, I, I'm a stand-up, and, and you just, I mean, as well as an actor, but it's also that 
I get tired of it. I just, just, it seems like it's the same thing. It, it becomes only like almost a clicking sound in your ears, you know, la, 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 like that. And then when you see tail, it's so wonderful because sometimes the music's with it, sometimes the music's in between it. But the passion that I find that all the performers have for the story is, is the wonderful thing about it. That yeah, so no, it's it's really really great, and that and that's happening across the country too. A lot of there's a lot of stories like you know shows like Tale that are happening where people are just you know telling their story, and that's infinitely more interesting than than the fake stories that they want to tell. It's uh, I just did a workshop at do you know Covenant House? Have you heard of that? Covenant yes. House in New York City, and these are like the um, the lost kids basically. And I just did a workshop about two weeks ago with them on comedy. A tough room, <laughs> and uh, but uh, some of them really were interested, and I brought up about tail and about they can't go because they're under eighteen, but about starting their own storytelling. And one of the kids picked it up, and I hope he's going to try and do it there and try and do their stories just a night there. How great are you that you did that? Coming in house is a really good thing. That is sad, isn't it? Disposed people. These these kids are out there on the they're they're living on the streets. Uh, they don't know if they're going to be there a day or a year. They've got no one. These kids and it's a great cause, Covenant House there, and it was great. I went in um, through the Friars Club, uh, Sunshine Committee. We sponsor these um, events and went in and did a workshop. And like I said, <laughs> luckily I have um, tutored. When I was in college, I tutored prisoners in reading. So this was uh, <laughs> a, you, a lot like that. I was primed. <laughs> If if you ever want me to do that with you, I would more than I'd be very happy to work with Covenant House. Oh yeah, I'm sure they would love that. Um, that would be uh, terrific. I'll uh, yeah, I'll get I, you I'm, the. I'll, I'll get you uh, actually. You know, after the show, I'll email you the lady's name. There. Are you a friar? Yeah, you remember the Friars Club by any chance? Uh, I'm not. Oh okay. Uh, well that's uh, that's okay. I'll get you the name directly, and you can talk to her about it. That would be great. They just needed. Um, uh, inspiration even when they found out I didn't tell them till the middle of my teaching that I was Spanish and Italian so then I did my Spanglish act for them and you know it was good you could reach them when they go yeah that's so true ma'am my grandmother said that <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it's great when you just it's almost like we've gone full circle Taylor don't you agree that we've gone creatively full circle back to it used to be storytelling some of the great yeah. actors were were monologist. Andy Griffith started out as a comedy monologist. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. Well, yes. I mean, but originally the actors were Byzantine, the people that you know were the traveling, you know, uh, the the the, uh, the, the, the what do they call the troubadours that, that would go and tell the story literally from hill to hill to hill, and the stories were memorized and they were transferred through memorization, and and, and, and that's how we. Th- yes, and the Native we American Indians as well uh, with that. And uh, what other projects are you currently working on? Do you have any uh, films coming out? or? Well, I have so many projects. And, uh, well, that's great um, that you're busy. You're like the 3% of actors of the 50,000s or whatever in the unions, 3% are working. So that's very good. So what do you have coming out? You know, right now um, – they're all being produced and uh, written and um, production designed. And uh, there are four projects that I, I wrote, screenplays, that are being produced by other people. So it's, it's not fair for the 
for the directors that have not been hired yet or the actors that have not been hired on the project to uh, to talk about that. That's but, okay. Um, can we can yeah, we no. ask you this? Because oh, I have another radio show. Sorry, listening. Uh, Betty Jo Tucker from Movie Attic Headquarters. Uh, I have a chat room going on alongside. There are people in there. I'll just mention them now. Uh, uh, the Cat Vickione from Wacko World, the Steve Mendoza Show, Vicky Chats, and you have a, a listener in Amsterdam uh, in the chat room right now, Cyanide. Um, what oh. would you say? Do you like solo uh, or you prefer with uh, people performing? Which one best? You like your solo ultimately, show? Or? I, ultimately, I like solo when no one's talking when I'm talking. Ultimately, really? absolutely. It's, and it's, it's, it's in, in the end of the day, you're better off having no one talking when you're talking. And do you play multiple characters or just yourself in your shows? It, re- it depends on the story. Oh, okay. So you, you go back and forth with that. And uh, that's, uh, that's great. So, uh, I mean, you started so young to be knowing what you did. You always know that's what you wanted to do. Or did you fall um, I had into no, it? I had, I had no choice about what I was going to do. You had no choice. You were just put to work. I was put to work immediately. I, mean, I haven't had a day off since I was like eleven. Wow. I mean, I lit- we, we, li- have, li- we have the same childhood, I think. <laughs> yeah. L- literally every. I've never had a day off. Wow. Ever. That's 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 terrific. And now, do you make your home in New York or L.A.? I live in New York City. And you, and you've got to love. I, I mean, I, I love. L.A.'s nice weather, um, but I do love the accessibility of the people in New York and that the fact that uh, even at some place like Tail, you never know who's going to come up to you and just they feel accessible. They feel they can go up to you and talk to you and say, hey, I really liked what you did, and this could be anybody. And it's it's a great I thing. I love that New it's, York. It's really it's, it's great. I mean, it's such an alive place, and people are so engaged. It's the best audience I've ever had in the world. Um, people care. They're, it's that. And they're smart. I have to say, the one thing I do appreciate is that you can do smart humor in New York. I just know that uh, because I also uh, produce a lot of shows. Um, did you ever do Surf Reality downtown? Do you remember Surf Reality? It was in the no. 80s. 80s on Allen Street. That was another avant-garde place. But I know that you can go and you can take chances and go, somebody's going to get it, and they will in New York. Because yeah, you, do, you do have a very educated educated audience to a certain degree. And I do think, as with Tale, that everything's coming full circle, that storytelling, I just find it refreshing. After yeah, now we, just, now we all have to agree that the world's story will have a happy ending so that we don't talk about the world that New York floods and is uninhabitable, that we don't talk, that we we just kind of are amusing ourselves as fracking is being brought into the Lower West Side. So we have to continue talking and addressing really big subjects that sometimes people don't want to hear. And and that's what's really important, and the responsibility of each storyteller and person is to is to is to be engaged with really what's truly going on. And and and, uh, and I learned so much too. Some of the stories uh, you just learn so much about um, just other people's backgrounds or childhoods. Or Terry Mintz always cracks me up. I never know what she's going to talk about next. 
and it's always off the wall. Really, really, really funny. And and Harmon Leon as well. He's a very good writer too. Yes. Well, she's um. These are people who really care about um. And how do you know each other? Now, how how did how did you get involved with Tail to begin with? Oh, I I I I don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. You just showed up and they said, "Hey, no, 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 no." (laughs) I I never show up. It's usually like many many phone calls and a lot of uh, calendar juggling and a lot of flight changes about when I'm going to be there. So there's so many. I, I, like I said, I don't remember the machinations, but I do remember the spirit of things. So the specifics, I, I don't know. It'd be like, how did I get involved in um, the show that I'm doing with David Schweitzer, or how did I meet Logan? And I, I don't know, but I do know I do it, and it's really, really great. I think no. a, a lot, a lot of it has to do with um, Maggie and Jimmy. You don't want to know about this. This is boring. <laughs> no, it's interesting uh, because uh, I know Terry found me on Facebook. We had, uh, to tell you the truth, I knew Terry years ago and f- through another friend, and then she found me on Facebook and asked me to come down and perform. And I do find, uh, I have, uh, along with this radio show and I also have a cable show, that I find a lot of talent on Facebook now. I actually watch when people post their videos. I watch them. And I have found some very interesting young people out there, young and older, doing interesting things, and so I contact them through Facebook, and I've put them on both shows. So it's interesting. Good for because, you. Yeah, you know, really it's interesting great. to me, and it's it's terrific. Uh, I mean, I'm a mom, too, but I get, I get the great mom feeling in that when you find a talent and you just contact them, they are so happy <laughs> that anybody is watching or listening. And uh, I've put a couple. I found a, a young woman named Camille Theobald who does the, the Euclid ukulele letters so she does ukulele letters to, to people who piss her off and uh they're very good and i've had her on the radio show and on the uh, cable show so it is it is a do, new thing if you don't use just facebook i think for just posting what you had for breakfast um it is fascinating you can find some talent out there a now, lot you do of comedy, talent comedy there. songs and you i, do I have to go meet I have to go meet this young director who's doing this Funny or Die video for me at Nice Matin right now. So I'm, I, I have to excuse myself. That's okay because um, we're down to the last five minutes of the show anyway. So this okay, worked okay. out. I'll play a song, but let's uh, say check him out. Uh, he'll be at the Lori Beecham Theater August, I forgot, first? What date? Um, uh, August 6th. August 6th. A. Eight six eight six, and you can see him at Tail this Tuesday, uh, the thirtieth, eight thirty at eighty third First Avenue, East Fifth Street, and and, uh, and and if there's anyone who perhaps, let's say, lives in Holland, and is not able to make it to New York in the next forty eight hours, I hope that they have a very nice day. Okay, and uh, there are some people in New York in the chat room. I see Steve Mendoza uh, from the Steve Mendoza Show on BTR Radio. You should go check this guy out. He's really terrific. I, I'm going to try. I'm coming back to town. I've got to do some gigs this weekend, but I hope to be around Tuesday in New York City, and I'll stop by to see you this know great, what? It's great funny. show. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you soon, Nancy, okay? All right, and thank you and best wishes. All right, Taylor, okay. thank you so much. What a nice guy. 
Uh, terrific having him as a guest. Go check out Tail. Afterbirth Monkey. That sounds like a terrific band, too. How nice of him to take a half hour out of his uh, very busy day. Hi, Kat. Uh, you were paying attention to the chat room. Hi, Vicki. Uh, hi, Cyanide. Uh, all good. It's the last five minutes of the show because I'm doing a short show because I'm on the road today. So um, I think uh, that was interesting. So check out Tail this Tuesday, all of you listening in New York City. Yeah, Taylor from the 80s. Go check him out. It's a good show, Steve. It's the new wave, this um, this type of theater. So you want to want to check that out. Let's see what we can go out on here. Um, when I play with my uh, – got to play some Carosa. You know what I haven't played in a long time? I think we all need a little uplifting here to uh, – Get the show out. Thank you. Uh, it was a short show, but a fun show. Watch Betty Jo Tucker. I mean, listen, Betty Jo Tucker, Movie Attic Headquarters, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Check her out this week. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, Kate uh, Wackerworld, World, Monday through Fridays, 9 a.m. on BTR Radio. The Steve Mendoza Show, whenever he feels like a cyanide. Marco Polo, always fun. All right, uh, so let's go out on a fun song, shall we, by Tom Carosa. Hey, Vicky, this is for you, you world traveler, you. After mass, just last Sunday, my sweetie pie and I went out to eat. We each ordered a pierogi, four potatoes, two cheese, and two meat. Hers was gone within. And still at two Her eyes were full of love and hunger So I asked, what would you do? She's my ten pierogi girl My ten pierogi girl She packs them in like no one else does Yes, my ten pierogi girl My ten pierogi girl She's twice the girl that she once was I had two surviving pierogies on my dish Wearing cute little onions like a vest It looked better than I could ever wish And could lead to cardiac arrest My mouth was drooling and my taste buds Were bursting from the smell of pork But my baby earned for my two pierogies So I pushed them on her plate with my fork She's my ten pierogi girl my ten pierogi girl, my Polish ray of hope, a living dream. Yes, my ten pierogi girl, my ten pierogi girl. She goes with a spoon of sour cream. She smiled when she finished, what a date. Lots of love went into that meal. Our hearts and our stomachs did inflate. And the gravy on my shirt did congeal. Don't be stingy when it comes to your loved ones. Give them everything you've got without fear. Laugh and give thanks that you found her while you watch your pierogies disappear. She's my ten pierogi girl, my ten pierogi girl. She eats them fast and doesn't ever gag. Yes, my ten pierogi girl, my ten pierogi girl. 